I'll tell you something funny. <laughs> We're at the, at the checkout in Aldi with the kids, and uh, <laughs> the, the the lad who's on the checkout has the ch- uh, the chick come by who's going to relieve him um, on the checkout, so to speak, yeah. and. and uh, she said, oh, can you like, do a shift for me on Sunday? He's gone, nah. oh, no, probably not. No, I'd, I'd, I'd record my podcast on Sundays. And uh, she's gone, oh, you know, blah, 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 something, something else. Gone, yeah, you know, we've tried doing it on the nights, but it's about, you know, it's really important that I record my podcast on a Sunday. Anyway, he said podcast about seven times. <laughs> whilst, whilst, yeah. And I was so tempted to go, oh, do you do a podcast? I do a podcast as well. And I thought, nah. That's really wanky, and of course, you know who doesn't do a fucking podcast these days. <laughs> but, but um, so we've gone home, and maybe twenty-four hours later, the five-year-old turns around and says to me, "Oh, Dad, did you know the um, the guy in Aldi? He does a podcast as well." <laughs> No, 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 no. Hey, how about this one tonight? Okay. You ready? I don't know if I am. Can you do the hockey walk? Do the hockey walk. Can you do the hockey walk? Do the hockey walk. Can you smash it as you stroll? Can you do the hockey walk? Do the hockey walk. What do you reckon? Go with that? Nah, rubbish. You reckon? Yeah. Oh. Play the music. Rewind. It stopped. You're listening to the Global Hockey Podcast, the reverse stick. My name is John Lee. Your name is Matt Allen. And what episode is it? It's like we're surprised to be here doing a podcast about hockey. It's episode 153, John, and it's just crazy here. I'm surprised. I better... Yeah, things happened. Have you pressed record now? Yeah, yeah we've no, got record. Record. That's, that's good. That's the only that's button good. we Tick. need to worry that's about. done. Episode 153. Tick. Uh, John Lee said that bit tick, Matt Allen tick. Oh, good to be here. Thank you for joining us, uh, wherever you are in the world and for episode 153 of the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast coming to you every single week. My apologies, the past couple of weeks, bit sleepy and tired last week, bit drunk the week before, on absolutely tip top form this evening. On Friday, the 17th of July, as we record, John, what a pleasure it is to be here alongside you once again. Yes. Yeah, we had a bye last week in hockey. We didn't play a game well, as such. Well, I did a scratchy. Yeah, we, it doesn't you, count. It does. We won. Yeah. Of course it counts. Scratchy claiming you're winning a scratchy. Yes. We had an umpire uh, and everything. The sanctity of the game, my yeah? friend. doesn't matter. Particularly when it's <laughs> against the lower team within your club. There's no way they they're not going to win that. And they're game, grass they? players playing on turf. Oh, you know, we could you could say that we're grass players are playing yeah. on turf as well. You could no, say your no, turf no, no, players are playing grass. No, you, you gain could, extra games could, every, every weekend. You could say that we're all grass players playing on turf, John. No, I couldn't. Uh, I yes, couldn't say yeah, that. Yes, some people could. Yes, you some, could. I couldn't. Thierry would, would love it. Um, he would love it. Look at all would. those little patches of grass all over the world sitting empty. If you could just get a group of your mates together, let's start a hockey club. It's yeah. incredible. But I was... Um... It's a great idea, by the way, Thierry. That yeah. was just, I was, the problem is, on my um, uh, podcast app, 
is when I put the AirPods in now, it always starts up with one of Ernst Bart's studio hockey podcasts that I hadn't quite finished listening to. So every now and again, I just bloody Thierry pops up going, Whoa! <laughs> or Mike Joyce is on there talking about something, or some sort of rubbish coming out of some FIH <laughs> top knobs. Um, so, uh, uh, sorry, where was I? You're talking about something. Uh, hashtag love hockey. You're going to kick the news off, Matt. You've got a news story that I must admit I hadn't been across. Uh, yep, that's right. Um, Axel, my fullback partner, due to play on Sunday alongside me, has uh, pulled the plug. He's going to have uh, some sort of thing in his arm. He's got an infection uh, in his <laughs> in his leg um, from a, a ball at... Now, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, John, at the same ground that I got golden staff about nine or ten years ago a ground that we both visited that was a construction site at the weekend. Absolute disgrace that was, by the way. Uh, I'm just saying perhaps we should invest more, more in sanitising some hockey facilities because Axel's not going to be playing at the weekend because of a a, a cut cut in his leg from a hockey ball. News. Real news. (laughs) Really? So it's team selection news. Poor old Axel. Yes, poor, uh, poor old Axel. He got cut on the field, did he? Yeah, and the thing is, here's the funny thing. This is show did, one. Did he, this, get, no, this did is, he this, get cut on the field? Yes, with a ball. But it, And he's, he's concerned that that club going forward does have dirty balls, but that's another story. Um, episode 153, my favourite formation when I'm playing with Axel. One five three. He's normally sent off. I'm the I'm the one left at fullback. Five midfielders, three up front. Really? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um. I I thought you had some actual news. IOC allocates sixty three million of loans and donations to international federations, as reported mm. by David Owen at InsideTheGames.biz on Wednesday, the fifteenth of July. The International Olympic Committee has provided international federations and national Olympic committees with. 100 million mm, something dollars. It's probably the Swiss, isn't it? 78 million pounds sterling, 86 euro millions of financial support since the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis. IOC President Thomas Bach revealed today. The German said that around 63 million had been allocated to IFs, 37 to NOCs. Uh, the 15 to have received loans were the International Basketball Federation, blah, blah, blah. The only one we care about, International Hockey Federation, blah, 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 World Sailing and, and the like. Um, those international federations that received donations were ones that are the, uh, the exhibit um, sports for, for Tokyo. Um, so there we go. Matt Some Allen, funds. hard-hitting yes. hockey dum, dum, investigative dum. reporter here on... The reverse stick. Well, the great friend. Good of, or bad. The great friend of hockey, uh, Thomas. Uh, is it Doctor Thomas Park on here? Let me just see. No mention of his doctorates there okay. on inside the games. That's good to see. Uh, Park said that today's financial am- announcements amounted to a great effort for the IOC. Uh, you know they got billions swilling around <laughs> there, haven't they? Um, and um, why not the International Hockey Federation to latch on to that teat with every other minority sport? Oh, world, wow, John. you're sticking the stake in hard, aren't you? 
Hey, you got your onions around your <laughs> neck. Going right at it. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. oh, well, I mean, that's good, good for all sports. I mean, extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures, Matt. David Barberni just calling for um, auditing accounts. <laughs> nothing, oh, well, nothing, I think, nothing extraordinary in that. No, there's not. But I think, you know, that's a reasonable request that the money is spent wisely, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, that we, it's not just up against the wall after a Saturday night. Oh, did you read the, um, the FOH Congress is going to go ahead in October online. As it should. Well, that's interesting because I was going to bring that up. Very... No, sorry, John. No, I just, I've just made that up. Don't be ridiculous. Of course, oh. that's not going to happen. I'm still going to bring it up. It's coming up. So okay. anyway, we'll leave that to when we bring it up. Just jokes. But that's a good thing, isn't it, for sport if we dip our fingers in. I mean, hockey, all sports are suffering. So the idea that people are sticking their hand out for a bit of financial help is to be expected. Yep. I would have thought. Yep, yep. I mean that. Um, I mean, imagine if we weren't great friends of uh, Thomas Bach, Doctor mm. Thomas Bach, Thomas Bach, Mister Thomas Bach. Imagine if we weren't great friends of his in the hockey world. If we hadn't, if he, if he hadn't received the President's Award, we we could have got nothing, huh? No, we would have still got money no. because that's the way the Olympics do things, isn't it? They would they wouldn't be swayed by something as silly as that, surely. Um, yeah, look, we're all getting a bit of financial help, aren't we? During these tough times, or oh, in oh, some yeah. countries, I'm Thank, sure. Thankfully, I others. am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you know, my little guitar project thing that I <laughs> took up so much time. Yes. Well, that's thanks, Scott. Scomo, you're yeah, a legend. Yeah. Thank you very much. I can see the brand, the drill press that you've got on the brand new one on the floor there. <laughs> oh, my, Your workshop's just growing every day. It's great to see. Just from it's a fabulous time. I've been busy with. Uh, some stenciling, bought a little craft knife this week and we're doing some stenciling for a, a few, a few, well, they are hockey stenciling, but for, a, for a future, a future, uh, a cheeky little project. A cheeky little so, yeah, project. Yeah, cheeky, cheeky little project. We should have mentioned like, it to, uh, to a, cheeky. You know, Is that what we're going? No, uh, it's Can Can Girls and not Moulin yeah. Rouge. Is that what they did? The, oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think so. That's better. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. You can tee off first. Let's just, should we go to Matt's mystery file early? You want to? I know you're itching to because you've cheated and actually done some research. Shut no, no. But I'm going to believe no. it's so good that it can't okay. wait. So we realised, well, I certainly realised in the week that the random nature that John insisted upon. <laughs> um, for Matt's Mystery Fire was essentially a flawed format. <laughs> so true. we needed a bit of fixing of the format, and I thought, today, how about I pretend that I've just fallen upon a certain article? Now, as it actually happened today, I picked up one... Um, you did fall, you know, you did discover... Oh, one, one edition, I opened the front page... Bang, there it was. And it was there for me. Uh, so, all right. That counts. Do the, do the Matt's Mystery Fire. Matt's... Mystery file. Oh, John, you take me by surprise every week, you cheeky fella. <laughs> Let me have a look in here. See if I can... Oh, there we go. Open this one up. What have we got here? Let's uh, open it up. Oh, oh, it's a nice little red cover top oh, on this one. Is that on the cover there, Flynn? Uh, it looks like it? some Colts. Uh, under, oh, under look at the, uh, the special feature. Mm-hmm. Half back 
play. By Gyan Singh. Yeah, there was at that time in 1963, there was a the former Indian coach came over to Australia and did a fair bit of coaching clinic, certainly on the East Coast. Back in 1963, um, Matt, <coughs> people, when they played a halfback, played their whole game at halfback. <laughs> okay. And this is page number one. It's from the editor. You don't know what this is, John. You are going to like this. Good. Let me just take a little refreshment. You can talk for a moment. While I... About the, um, the story you're about to read to us? I hope it's, it's good now. I've built it I've up, got haven't I? have got the scorecard out. You have built it up. Okay, here we go. And what, what, what's, what's also nice is one of the, the mottos and, and the slogans that runs through this publication is the game that grows with a, a globe in the, in the centre of the graphic. There. I, must it admit, I might, should we put that on a t-shirt? The game that grows with the, at the moment. It's nice. Oh, it's not it's bad. nice. Uh, from as you read this, I've decided I, I need to get a brown built steel locker. Okay. Just what really constitutes a coach in Australian hockey? Ooh. The news that the Australian Association is considering sending a coach with the hockey side to Tokyo next year raises an interesting point. Oh, there we go. Very relevant. Just what does really constitute a coach in Australian hockey? Apart from the All England Women's Association, I know of no other hockey body which officially recognises its coaches. But the fact that these ladies are drawn from the ranks of sports mistresses explains their recognition. And although I could be wrong, I think the International Hockey Federation has so far only put its official stamp of approval on the activities of one coach in world hockey. Now, Australian women players are in the picture following overtures by USA for them, for them to conduct coaching tours after the World Tournament at Baltimore. But I must hasten to tell you that this coaching business is not without its problems. Habul N.N. Mukherjee, who coached the Indian Olympic teams of 1948 and 1952, really went to town recently on the question of overcoaching. He said... Regarding the number of coaches required for 24 Indian players at a training camp, that, quote, too many cooks spoil the food. Mm. He also added, for good measure, that the time will come when there will be only coaches at the camps and no trainees. You will recall there was no shortage of coaches within the Japanese team here a few years ago, while the USA hockey coach at the Melbourne Olympics had the word trainer across his jersey. This word, this is in brackets. This word trainer has also crept into Australian hockey, but I suspect the jerseys in use have been borrowed from baseball. Trainer. As we are prone to organise at the drop of a hat, it is easy to see this coach position getting quickly out of hand. Will we see, will we see annual conferences? Only time will tell. The real curly one, of course, is if a coach's association is ever formed, with whom do they affiliate? The editor. Hey, how's that? Now, fast forward to 2020. Let's all get online. <laughs> and they're discussing whether there's a role for well, a Whether you should even have a bloody coach. <laughs> well, we're paying for an extra ticket to go there. <laughs> but the blokes will sort it out themselves. The girls will be all right. They'll work it out. It's fine. <laughs> well... You've been involved with teams that sort of self-coach yep. in the sense that 
no one trained. They all turned up on a Saturday afternoon and certainly there would be lead figures in the you team. You get leaders. Like in my team at the moment, there's three blokes that speak. You know, yeah. Everybody else, we haven't got time for you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've played in teams that are far more democratic than the teams that you get involved with because any team you get involved with it loses its democracy. High competition. It's a high competition. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the stakes are high. It's very important. No, John, come on. We care about it. We don't go, we might not train, but we don't, we don't go there to lose a game of bloody hockey. Oh no, neither do I. No. Although I reckon right. it might be tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. That's no, no, I, don't know. Yeah. I celebrate um, scoring a goal in walking hockey. You ain't more on that later. Did you really? Yeah. Fist pump is a beauty. In walking hockey. Yeah, against my daughters went around to Danny. We'll talk more about it in a bit. Carry on. What? You are listening to the Reverse Seek, the Global Hockey Podcast. Just quickly, uh, big shout out to our good mate, Taylor McLeod. Yes, uh, yeah, and, and the uh, Half Court Press podcast, the Pan Am series has just finished. Talking to some, I mean, fair play. Um, I was talking uh, about being in the hockey riders. Oh, yes, thing. of course, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you got your invite yet? No, no, I don't, I'm not no, 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 you can, you, can be o- you can be overseas. Anyway, look, shh. No, the guy who's the chairman. It's all right. Yeah. Sort it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hockey. Overwhelmed. No, well, you know. No, it's great to see. No, yeah, and he's been doing great, great work on his blogs. What is it? Uh, podcast four hundred and twenty-eight. No, no, John. That's that's incorrect. It's much more than that. There's four hundred and twenty-eight released uh, this week. Oh, okay, this week. Yeah. No, it does a lot. He's of work. going he's hard. He's on season. Bang, 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 bang. It's, uh, great to see Tao, and of course, a uh, friend of the show and, and contributor to the show as well. Check that's out good. Half Court. Press podcast. Also check out Hockey the Podcast. Tyron isn't letting up there with the uh, Hockey the Podcast with South African hockey. Great huh? stuff. So get on and support that. And Look, other things. Even here's the thing. Even South with Africa. this podcast, and particularly with other podcasts, but even with this podcast, <laughs> if you even. don't really like it, but you like the idea of there being a thing like that, fine. Download it. Play it. Turn your volume down. <laughs> That's a good idea. You don't have to actually listen to it. You don't have to listen. You really don't. Just play it and turn just, it just off. Just play it. Or just, just, you know, if you... Put it on your computer, unplug the speakers, and then go and watch TV. That's it. Just do that. And the same with, with uh, getting onto iTunes and all of that. Just lie. Say five <laughs> stars. Say, yes, this is the best podcast I have ever listened to in my life. If you like podcasts, you have to listen to this one. That would be good. Just do, just do that. Don't mean it. It doesn't matter. But we do. Apparently not. We do, we, mean it. we do enjoy your support. And we enjoy your support as well with our other projects. With the Push Past Pundits, you can follow Push Past Pundits on Facebook and on Twitter as, at Push Past Pundits. Also, The Hockey Live, your source for hashtag live stream hockey on Twitter, on Facebook, at The Hockey Live. Links coming up this weekend for more Hockey Western Australian Premier League action. Maybe something else out of Canberra. There are live streams of top quality local league hockey happening, particularly out of here in Australia at the moment. So do check out at the Hockey Live. We will give you those links as we get them. And if you're streaming, do that. Use hashtag live stream hockey. We'll find it. People who want to find live stream hockey, field hockey, will find it too. Crank up as well, and of course. Pro League's going to be back in action. Yes, it's hopefully. Look, I think they might have gone a bit premature with it all. 
let's let's hope that uh, it does go ahead and there's no problems with it. Well, it's probably, I mean, they've made the decision. It's what it's going to be, even if. But it's we making up for the late decisions. It's making it. up for the late decisions for the FIA. So, well, okay, we recognise we were probably a little bit late in in, in calling it. So we'll 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 be early calling it the other way around, and that'll balance it all out. Yeah, I still have certain doubts about whether it'll. We're at the stage where it won't turn out pear shaped, but I hope it doesn't. I hope I'm just being an idiot, which is most of the time, as you know, Matt. So you got I anything know, else? I wouldn't say that, John. Uh, yeah, I've got lots of things here to... Well, to, your turn next, to, and then today, I'll have a tonight. crack. Okay, all right. <clears throat> uh, article in hookhockey.com, the organ of Stephen Findlater. Oh, actually got the email from Findo this week about EHL 8 press passes oh, did for, you? for October. Um, they're starting to make the plans there, but would expect there's lesser number of press passes and sort of space in the stadium and all that sort of stuff. So you claim um, No, I haven't. No, I don't <laughs> think I'll be making it over there that quickly. Um, yeah, hopefully we've got another... So right, I've got a lottery ticket this six, weekend. Six months you of... never know. Uh, helicopter ourselves, out of you. Um, the preferred method of... Now, I never know if I, if I pronounce this right or not. It's one of those tricky Irish ones that you think would be Lisnagavi... Um, but it might be pronounced Harvey or some. Anyway, we're saying listening, Harvey. They have successfully appealed against Hockey Ireland's allocation of men's European club spots for the 2021 season in the wake of the abruptly cancelled current campaign. When Hockey Ireland declared the EY Hockey League's null and void on May the 6th, the governing body took the decision to allocate the European club spots based on the 2019-20 placings. This meant three Rock Rovers initially retained their place as first Irish seed, bringing with it a place in the elite Euro Hockey League, while Garvey would be dis- destined for the Euro Hockey Trophy 2, an event they would have hosted this year, but for the COVID-19 pandemic. Garvey, however, appealed the decision, which was upheld by an independent appeals panel, as per bylaw, blah, 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 on Monday, concluding the Hillsborough Club should be given the first seed and Rovers the second. It means Garvey will play in the Euro Hockey League at Easter 2021, uh, featuring 12 teams, uh, Rovers were uh, three. So this will be, you know, a dropout for yeah, yeah, quite yeah. a few years. There, they've been involved. Um, Chairman Carl Lund of uh, Lisner Garvey said, "As a club, we are very appreciative of the work that Hockey Island are doing to keep the sport going in challenging times uh, due to the pandemic, particularly in an an all island sport with different guidance and advice from multiple stakeholders. So that's a difficult thing because they've got two different countries within the same system, there, haven't they?" Uh, the, the rapidly changing situation is naturally making planet. Okay. Um, so the quote from Jerome Powell, the chief executive of Hockey Ireland uh, of the situation, we are in uncharted territory in the current situation. Hockey Island board took the decision to declare the season null and void. From there, we had to go back to the last point. We had a final result and work from that basis. That's the position we took. The appeal panel has taken a different view. We will see what the consequences are, but I can imagine a lot of clubs are looking closely at the situation, and this is what it then opens up, isn't it? It's uh, Okay, so you've said it's, this is the case here. It can go all the way down the tiers, so there's a bit of work potentially <laughs> ahead um, for, for Hockey Ireland on that precedent. Uh, should Three Rock wish to appeal, uh, they can make their case to Just Sport Ireland within 14 days. Oh, well, that changes things for people, but at least it's uh, this time and, you know, stuff's been cancelled anyway, so at least this time and people aren't being caught out at the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only upside I can see to that. 
there's, there's a downside on one side and there's an upside on the other, so it ends up in the middle. But on the it? women's side, it may be that Loretto um, may make a similar case against Pegasus getting getting the seeding for the the, the higher grade there. So um, if them's the rules, them's are the rules. Well, that's it. It's what's been a Joseph. So interesting to keep an eye on that and. Uh, Good luck if you're appealing, I guess. We're, of course, always appealing here at the Reverse Deep, the Global <laughs> oh, Hockey Podcast, John. Yeah, our hands and knees, we are appealing. Um, oh, guess what it could be time for? What's that? Yeah! Dang! Constitution Corner. Constitution Corner, Matt. Okay. Time for a bit of that action. Uh, so, where do we start? Because there's a couple of things quickly to get through with Constitution Corner. You mentioned earlier about um, whether the FIH could change the date of the elections. I think we might have said that they can't. They should hold the things at the time. Is that right? Remember yes, that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I fell asleep by that okay, point. Okay, look. Now, Congress, Article 6.2, Meetings. Ordinary meetings of the Congress shall be held once every two years. The Executive Board shall determine the date, the venue and the agenda for each such meeting. Any item that a member wishes to be considered for inclusion on the agenda must be sent to the Executive Meeting. It's 90 days. 60 days, sorry, 60 days. B, extraordinary... Sorry, what was the... Lawyer stuff. Meetings, B... Extraordinary meetings of Congress shall be held, one, on the request of the Executive Board or the President, two, within 90 days of the death, resignation or permanent incapacity of the President, or three, within 90 days of receipt by the CEO of a request signed by at least one-fifth of all full members stating the matters to be discussed at the meeting. The Executive Board shall determine the date, the venue and the agenda for each such meeting, except that the business of an extraordinary meeting that is requested by the members shall be as as specified in that request. They will be given no less than six months' notice of the date and venue of any ordinary meeting in Congress, no less than 60 days' notice of the date and venue of any extraordinary meeting of the Congress. The formal convocation of members shall be made in writing at least 30 days before the date of the meeting and shall include an agenda stating the nature of the business. Blah, blah, blah. Any matter that is not included in the agenda sent to the members at least 30 days before the date of the meeting in Congress may only be discussed at the meeting if the members present had agreed by a special majority. And blah, 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 blah. So, basically, even if, even if it's not specifically read, written into the Constitution that they can do that, there is still the power for them to do it. Do it. Yeah, turn that back on, remember? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a cough, so, like a little cough button. You know what? It would be a long way around to go through, but you could argue through that, 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 and there's other, there's other stuff I won't read through that, you know, the decisions and how they can and cannot be made. But the executive board yeah, let me, sends let me, out a message, they, the CEO sends out a message to all the, the confederations, right, we need one fifth of you to agree to uh, this, and we all sign on to it, and bang, you go. When's the first? So it's not. When's the first? When's the first pro league recommencement fixture? Twenty second, isn't it? Of 
or September or August. I can't remember off the top of my head. I've got it here somewhere. So it's not October? Um, no, I don't believe so. All right, okay. I'm just, it's just interesting that it's okay to play the hockey and move people around the world to go and play the hockey, is it? But it's not, well, not, that's... It's not, not okay to move people around the world for a conference. That's a very interesting... I don't know, that's fine. 22nd of September. Oh, that's okay. Yes, they'll be back on the 22nd of September. So, so a whole month ahead of when the conference... Was... Should have been. November it was supposed to be. Was it? Oh, October. No, yeah, so, oh, you know, you could... Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It could have, could go ahead, couldn't it, potentially? Well, if hockey can go ahead, you're right. It perhaps should go ahead. Yeah, just get a bigger room at one of the hotels. The other thing we talked about on Constitution Corner recently has been India. Yes. And stuff going on. Look, first of all, um, we will be building on this whole India stuff, but I think it's important to understand how Hockey India came about because for most of us, our national confederation has always been the national confederation or national association. Yes. They might yeah, have changed the, names. But, no, no, but generally know, always recognised as, as the, okay. the, the bastions, the keepers of our sport within yeah. their individual countries. And and let's be honest, in our country, could you imagine that being challenged by any organisation or anything like well, that? Well, it, it happened with Rugby League here, didn't it? Yeah, that was media It happened moguls. with cricket. That Once again, that's media <laughs> moguls throwing buckets of money at the sport. Oh, somebody throwing buckets of money yeah. at something to take it... Uh, uh, Into the professional era. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to play a hand... Mm. Uh, to have an influence, a yeah. control, yeah. one may say. Well, let's get back to um, to Hockey India because they sure? haven't always been recognised as no the, that sports um, guiding council. No, no, for a, a very recent times. So just a brief outlay of of how it sort of worked in. The IHF, the Indian Hockey Federation, was formed in 1928, mm-hmm. and of course there's, there's history to how that all happened, but that's when they first formed, 1928, as the sole governing body, recognised by sports administrations, government sports administrations in India. Now, everything was going along swimmingly uh, until about 2008 when... Um, the Indian Hockey well, Federation. Well, you say swimmingly. <laughs> the, the Indian Hockey Federation was suspended by the Indian Olympic yeah. Association. That's some, that's that's maybe something that a friend of KPS Gill <laughs> may have used as a term. Well, just... what what blew it all open was a bribery case involving a guy by the name of I hope I get his name right, Kandaswamy um, Chothakumaran. Now, a <laughs> Bit of a problem with um, Gandaswamy. He got caught out in a bribery scandal. Um, the Indian and the Olymp- Indian Olympic Association took the decision to suspend the federation after an emergency meeting. So, what role the organisation? He, so, he was in a role within the Indian Hockey Federation at that time. He was. Um, he was involved. Um, I think this was all of all this. Right, no, all this was John. All this was the Indian Hockey Federation was the I, 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 IHF. Everybody calls the FIH, the International Hockey Federation, the IHF, and it was all about a plot to just take that, um, take that IHF title out so people didn't get confused well, with the International Hockey Federation. That was it. The allegation is um, Jodhi Kumaran was caught on camera in a sting 
by the journalist working for the Arj Tak television channel, allegedly accepting a bribe from undercover reporters to select a certain player for an upcoming tournament in Malaysia. Uh, and he was filmed receiving a payment of 500,000 rupees, which is about 8,000 euros at the time, from journalists. Did, now, the, player get, did the player get selected? Well, uh, uh, Jocko Kumaran... Jotty Kumaran denies the allegations, claiming that he thought the money was to be used for the preparation of an international hockey tournament in India. I was genuinely under the impression that the, a proposal for conducting a big tournament on the lines of the Aslan Shah Cup was being debated with me by the reporters. At no point of time did I mention anything about selection, he said in a statement. However, an Indian Hockey Federation insider claimed that the revelations were no surprise to them and, in fact, even denied the existence of the tournament that had been alluded to. The insider, a member of the IHF Executive Committee, you know, the unnamed... We've spoken to this bloke before. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, unnamed we, insider. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We've had heaps of conversations Look, with him. For, for somebody you've never met... Yeah. Geez, I've had a lot of conversations. He doesn't he talk. Inside. Uh Speaking under the condition of anonymity, of course. Oh, of course. Uh, told the Indian Asian <laughs> News Service the breaches of constitutional authority were widespread within the Federation. And uh, this is a story from... Um, it wasn't a WhatsApp message from Mr. Batra, was it? No. No, no, okay. This just, is just from uh, playthegame.org news. And it's from 2008, a story by Michael Herborn. And... Um, Basically, at that time, there was a bit of turmoil going on. Yes, yeah, no, it was, they were suspended. Yeah, yeah well, that's, just, uh, that's what happened. They got suspended yeah. because of this sort of yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Now, and, well, and at the time, the head of the organisation was, uh, let's say, a little autocratic. And um, it goes beyond that, though. I think we've got to accept that... The organisation as a whole... Oh, systemic, deep yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ. And, yeah. But we know where fish rot from. Yeah. Um, now, what that led to at Wait, the Mark. end of the day was there was the suspension by the IOA meant that there was no body recognised as the sole body running hockey in India. Well, no, because... Because it's... No, because the, F- because the FIH were aligned to the IOC, which is... Yeah, which, which, and yeah. because the yeah, IOC, yeah, yeah. so that's all works out when you read the constitution. And, and so the stuff. FIH were looking for a representative of hockey from India that they could work with, well, because they couldn't work with the IHF as it was in its in its. Uh, around about the, the first week state. of May in two thousand and nine, the FIH sent uh, special a, envoy. Sent a letter to oh. the was it the Olympic Association? I believe it was the Olympic Association. The IOA. The IOA, the Indian Olympic Association, received a letter on May the fifth, telling them that they had to do something about it. It was their problem to deal with, and they had fifteen days to sort it out, or they would um, not only lose the rights to host the next World Cup, mm. but also their participation rights for FIH events and all that. That would lead to, basically, they wouldn't be, they would constitutionally not be able to be part of the FIH, which led to a lot of very quick meetings, as you, as you would think, and that led to the formation of Hockey India. Now, 
it's believed there were five meetings held, and then on around about June 4th, a statement was released, and um, uh, IOA President Suresh Kalmadi said that Hockey India was formed on May 20th. Um, the government of India and the FIH had been appraised of the development, and he was very happy to inform that Hockey India had been informed. Now, a nine-member committee met five times and discussed the issue and finally formed Hockey India, he told reporters. Now, the IOA has formed this nine-member committee under the chairmanship of IOA Joint Secretary Harish Sharma to look into the matter and give full powers to it to take the decision on hockey matters. Apart from Sharma, other members of the committee included Athletics Federation of India Chief Lalit Barnot, uh, Avinash Kohli, Table Tennis Federation of India President M.C. Charyan, uh, Vidya Stokes, Amrit Bose, you're reading that, Muhammad Aslan Khan, and my dream dinner party. Gupta. <laughs> take me there. Sure. After now. a series of meetings, the committee finally decided to amalgamate men's and women's hockey under one roof on the name of Hockey India, which had already been provisionally recognised by IOA and registered with the Registrar of Societies. Under one roof, you say, John? Under one roof. Yeah. And That's so why are we basic... playing hockey fives and not playing indoor hockey? It's all <laughs> under one roof. That is the basic story behind how Hockey India came about. Now, obviously, there's been all sorts of allegations. Well, there was no, but there was one leading light. Mind. There was one leading light within the formation, and the person who, but his name's not there. Who, ch- who challenged KPS Gill and stood up in the room and and said, "This is corrupt," and and we know who that we know who that well, is. Well, that's the next part of the Hockey India story, isn't it? But yes. that's just giving you an overview of the way Hockey India came about, and. Let's face it, it was probably a good thing that the old federation, I can see why they took the decision to walk away from the old federation as it was. You could have tried to go in there and sweep the broom and Th- just... Thing, but things, you know. things were stagnant and there has been a revival and yeah. not, not least with the Hockey India League, um, which refocused, um, people on, on what Indian hockey was about. About and the and for the FIH certainly that potential the eyes lit up ah oh, if we can get it going in India again look at the numbers look at our two billion yeah, followers but at the same time the the FIH didn't really get involved oh in the sense that it, the, the, as, the, as that, it no 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 the, but that backing was required and that was through Leandro Negre and others that. That back, yeah, but it was, doc, doc, it was back a solution towards, that, towards the it, end. It was a solution that had to be taken to them. It wasn't them coming in giving them a solution. I.e., I, it was up, and the way the constitution is, the FIH just stands back and lets it happen. And, and they did. That's exactly what they did. They said, look, you're not meeting these requirements. You're going to be out. Unless you do, yeah. Don't, there was there were plenty of conversations happening around in the background. I'm sure, and that's the to, next part of the story. Yeah, we're talking yeah. on on the case as it is prima facie. Yeah, yeah, you know, look, yeah. this is how it worked. And as we go down the track and look at more constitutional issues, but, but, we keep but, referring to back to it. The the, the FIH back to favourite, and um, the 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 ultimate outcome is is that Mr Narendra Batra is president of the FIH. Yeah, but we've still got one more to get to. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. We'll stay with the Spittoon, Matt, and it's 
a story came out. Remember now, last... Is it a long one? No, well, I, I need a comfort it. break. Do you, want, do you want to go for a comfort break, do you? Yeah, okay, well, I'll, I'll read this while you go and um, All right, okay. just relax. Uh, it's because you might remember last week we talked about the shenanigans going on with Hockey India. What? I won't shout through from the garden outside. Well, no, you'll just stand there and shout. That's a better idea. Back in a moment, folks. This story comes from umid.com. U-M-M-I-D dot com. I must admit, never heard them before. Apparently they're part of the Awaz Multimedia and Publications Group. And this story had no, um, uh, title, had no author on it. Comes from IANS, which apparently is, um, the Indian Asian News Service. So a bit like Reuters. Tuesday, July 14th, uh, former Hockey India President Mahid Mushtaq Ahmed on Tuesday accused the Sports Ministry of partially in application of the 2011 National Sports Development Code of India and of discriminating against him because of his religion. In a letter to Sports Secretary Ravi Mittal, Ahmed said that he hails from a minority community while presidents of other national sports federations are being allowed to continue in their roles despite alleged violations of the sports code. Racism. that's, uh, yeah, they don't want to go bringing that stuff up, unfortunately, but it's reared its head. Now, but his, his specific allegation, um, may have something in it though. Uh, perhaps the reasons for it aren't necessarily race reasons, but he does make a certain point. Uh, I would like to place on record my feeling that the MOYAS's belated decision smells bad intention against me as President of Hockey India, being from minority community, while presidents with names such as Sudhanshu Mittal, Rajiv Mehta and Secretary-General Adeswar Pandey, I will be sharing handball election issues separately, are being given free run to continue despite their violation of the sports code in... Could have turned off your microphone. That's really unprofessional, my oh, yeah. God. You're on the desk. You what. Let me go. Look, the upshot I've of what I've been looking at those handball things separately as well, though, to be honest. No. <laughs> the upshot of what he's, he's said is that, well, it's okay you're throwing me out, but why aren't you throwing all these other people out? Right. Because they're doing exactly the same thing as me. Um, uh, Hockey India's directed, uh, where are we going here? One of the presidents boasted he's been in charge of Northeast states as representative of a national political party. No one could do anything to him. As the Honourable Minister of State Affairs and Sports is from Northeast, said Ahmed. He's laid a whole lot of accusations about roles that people have that are as exactly conflicted against the Constitution as it's written as he had. But, but as you know, I, I, every now and again I'll pose one of these questions to the the pundits from the push past pundits go, hey guys, what do you reckon about this? And they'll go, yeah, nothing to see here, move on. <laughs> no, nothing will happen with it. Decisions are no, made. Hey, look, just, things might get dragged through the courts for a few years. And, and this is nothing that is not going on in your own federation in some way, shape or form, somewhere or another. A little this power is, grabs. And, it it just seems to be so much more transparent when it goes on in India, if that might be the right way to put it. Mm. Um, I don't know. Um, would you take 8,000 euro to, to select a bloke? Or are you, if you're going to hang him out there and let, to, just in case you get whacked Sorry, there, so are you going to do it hang, for 8,000 euros? You didn't give me an opportunity to answer that question then. Yes. 8,000 euros would do it for you. Yes. 
Uh, Mate, 80 bucks, tax, 80 bucks and your 15 year olds in my team. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what this does say though is that you've got to be onto the, all this constitutional stuff and you've got to apply that some, a lot of this stuff rigorously because what happens is exactly a situation like this where maybe this guy was as dodgy as whatever and yeah. maybe he wasn't. Maybe it was a legitimate mistake. Maybe he could have quit his previous role two years beforehand or 12 months beforehand and he could have avoided all of this simply by not having to have two consecutive But it's the thing about, within India, there's always seems to be that challenge coming. Mm. And, but often, on the face value, you go, well, that makes sense because the terms say this and this. Well, how come they've managed to, something happen within that two-year period just to change the rules for that? It's very Putin-esque, isn't it? Yeah, anyway... Um, so that's why, even at our levels, it happens everywhere. Don't worry, it's all going on. But we have to be <laughs> bloody. Yeah, look, look at the, look at what you did. For yeah, the I'm, and I'm, I have no role. Yeah. Oh. I picked up some beer from the brewery today. I'm going to get some cider tomorrow. Well, that's just a sign of how much power you hold. <laughs> You're picking the beer up. Yes, the ultimate power. At the club and here on the reverse stick, naturally. Uh, a few, couple of other little bits and pieces. John, thanks for Constitution Corner. Enjoyed that. Oh, you? Hope you enjoyed that as well, particularly <laughs> the, the legal heads out there. Um, little article that oh, Ash Morrison retweeted regarding Hockey New Zealand. The uh, he's still talking. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned that, do we? <laughs> no, you're the, huh? they're talking. I'm, Keep going. Keep going. I'm just happy, and this is this this is for. Uh, I'll offer this to individuals, businesses, clubs, state associations, national associations, particularly particularly confederations, uh, and even the global. Um, Federation for for sports. If you want a little bit of feedback on how you're doing social media, <laughs> ask Matt. I'm happy to share things with you. Um, and if you want examples, then I'm happy to provide you with examples as well. So is it time for social feed me? <laughs> fail no, we're not we're not failing anybody at all. I'm just look. I'm happy to provide support and assistance, John. That's all I say. Uh, this is from the New Zealand Herald. Hockey New Zealand CEO Ian Francis resigns following spate of high-profile departures. Uh, Ian Francis has resigned uh, after four turbulent years in charge. The organisation confirmed Francis's departure in a statement today, saying he would step down in October. Francis had signalled to the Hockey NZ board his intention to move on earlier in the year, but was asked to stay and manage the sport through the initial challenges of COVID-19. The statement said... Well, good on you. Well done. Um, his decision follows a spate of high-profile departures from the Blackstick Women's Program in recent weeks, including oh, Gemma McCaw, Brooke Neal, and assistant coach Katie Glim. Well, Gemma McCaw only sort of came back in late last year, didn't she? I think with a, a hope for mm. a late berth for the Olympics with that one-year extension. It's probably a bit She's hard. She's one to, of the ones that slipped that side. Yeah, yeah, age-wise and interest-wise, potentially. Um uh, sorry, an assistant coach, Katie Glynn, and, re- and reports of a fractured squad struggling to deal with the fallout associated with the departure of former coach Mark Hagar. Hockey NZ have denied the player departures were linked to any issues highlighted in these reports. Uh, High Performance Sport New Zealand confirmed in May to the Herald. 
there were ongoing issues within the high performance setup. Um, so obviously we, we spoke extensively about that email from Hagar post the Commonwealth Games gold and the, uh, brouhaha surrounding that, which, you know, we, we didn't think it was that tough an email really, did we? It was just some true words from a coach. Um, but he didn't. If your teammate, if a teammate of mine came up to me after being told that sort of stuff, I said, "Oh, I think I'd say, mate, just harden up a little bit." Yes. Not, so, not, not in those words. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, but that would be the gist of the message: was don't take it personally. It's just about hockey. Yeah. It's not you. It's hockey. Anyway, Francis, on his departures, he said he's very grateful for the commitment and willingness of our hockey community to work together in the sport's best interests. And this has allowed us to drive some real progress. I'm pleased to leave knowing that New Zealand now has a strong voice at the global hockey table. Hopefully that's not through Oceana. Uh, There's no doubt it's been a challenging year for the sport with COVID-19 halting all my hockey for months. Tokyo Olympics, blah, blah, blah. There's real excitement about the new Premier Hockey League launching next month, followed by probably the busiest period in sports history in 2021-22. You know... it's just, I think it's a slightly unfair kind of headline with that, as if he's been dumped. And the bloke's done four years within the job. He stayed on a bit longer than he said he was going to stay on. Um, and there's obviously a few issues around um, age of players. So the, you know, the one big thing there is Katie Glynn departing. Um, and within a week, she's um, been announced as the new assistant coach for the GB in England programme, working alongside... Mark Hager, um, also announced this week, was Zach Jones in, in the men's assistant coaching role. So he'll and, be replacing Russell Garcia, I think. That's another one of those stories. It's probably COVID-driven in the sense that had everything worked out, she was probably already going to go after the Olympics, maybe. Maybe Hagar knew he was going to be there later. People's contracts are also running out. Yeah. Now, maybe when it comes to that extension time, well, my contract does run out here. Oh, and lots, this opportunity. I'm going yeah, anyway. Lots so. going on with the, it, it, at the international yeah. coaching level, not even, you know, at club level. A lot of big decisions happening there at the moment. And, you know, um, and shoots of, of recovery. Lots of industries are getting to the end of their contract, not even getting to the end of it and being told that it's all over at the moment. Yeah. You know, that contract ain't getting renewed. So. But yeah, if you've got the it. opportunity to go somewhere else, or if you've already signed thinking that I'd be done and dusted by this certain date, well, off you go. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. A few appointments and bits of, uh, news happening there. On, on coaching and appointments. So this, this, you'll like this one. Um, this is from Jugjet Singh, um, probably on his blog, New Straits Time article. Roland Altman's yesterday sounded resigned to the fact that he will be replaced as national coach at the end of the year. This has come about following the latest development which saw Arul Salvarach, former guest on the show, coming into the Malaysian Hockey Confederation setup. After conducting his first training session with the national team since March, Altman was asked his thoughts about the MHC handing Arul a two-year contract on Monday. As you know, my contract ends in December, and so it's good for MHC to plan ahead and hire Arul. It's good to plan. I've been around for two years, said Altman's, without going into further details. I imagine he was really happy the way that he presented that response. <laughs> Wearing his tight, stonewashed blue jeans. Um, naturally, the players were a little reserved when playing their first match, a friendly amongst themselves since the MHL in Feb. 
They will need more time to become sharper, and I believe the Razak Cup will give them just that. Even though the Razak Cup does not provide high-level exposure like in international tournaments, it's all we have right now, and I believe it will get the players ready for the ACT. Given given the level of adulation that uh, Rollins received from the FIH previously, what do you reckon he's in line for when he finished up in Malaysia? Uh, Pakistan New job house. again. No, Pakistan job again, probably. Oh, oh, how big is the bouquet of flowers? Getting Bang, oh, dear. <laughs> and, and you know what? As and when far we get that, we'll get that ex- exit photo with the, the head of... Uh, I think they should... Subrayam, uh, the head of... They should present the bouquet Malaysia. and whatever trophy they happen to have in the office at the time. Yeah. They should do it in Paris under the Eiffel Tower. I think that would cement the relationship, don't you? Yeah. Um... You know, there's a thing called Photoshop, though. You know, you just Photoshop it. You, I think you can take that photo of Roland, that big smile that he had in his face next to Mr. Batra. No, I don't, I don't think the president should be denied the opportunity to spend a weekend in Paris with Roland. I think they need each other. Interesting. Look, it's, it's good to see Errol involved there. He's obviously got a, a, a big history as well with... Irish hockey club, club coach in Ireland, club coach in, in, uh, Malaysian hockey league. He got the title again this year. Um, so that's, um, yeah, but maybe he is, he's the future for the head coach for the, the national side there. And it's bye bye Roland. He'll pop up again. Don't you worry. He'll pop up. He's Adam. already, he's already, oh, you're already guaranteed him, he's already, secret nah. back deal cabal to he's, get him down to Freemium. He's already got his new, Watch out, Devo. new job lined <laughs> Well, Errol, Errol was coached Devo in Malaysia this year oh, and has, really? has done for the past, past few oh. years as well. Oh, well, for um, Uni KL, oh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe this. So maybe this, this, this is the thing. Cool. That's maybe this. Yeah, we'll get roundabout. Malaysia down here playing against oh, you. Don't give that stuff away. Shh. Secret. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Now, mate, you've been fiddling away on your phone. What have you been... What are you, oh, what sorry. Are you yes, sorry, I didn't make that. Did. All the whole... You didn't hear that little noise. I've got some good news for you. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, that's tremendous. Well, okay. let's, let's just start out with... Um, good news. Did I, I win a lot of I offered myself up for um, a game on the grass. Yeah, you mentioned to, to that. 40s. Yeah. No, 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 I haven't mentioned it here. I mentioned it on the Patreon pre-show <gasps> record that the we did. The, exclu- the exclusive thing. Well, I mentioned it briefly. I offered myself to play for another side. Um, they went, yeah, no, we've got 12 or 13. We're fine. Yeah, don't know that. Yeah. And I'm not even going to say which team or whatever. And I went, okay. Anyway, um, so I thought, oh, well, I just, I'm sure I'd seen something on a Facebook group for find an umpire thing for a game. Well, I know our over-50s team. Well, one of the over-50s teams. Well, the anyway, look, boys I've, was... I've scrolled through. Yeah. And, uh, mate, I'm uh, umpiring over-50s Divi 4 tomorrow afternoon on the grass at home. You are? You're going to be your umpire. Uh, no, you're not. What do you mean? I'm not playing Divi 4, mate. Oh, shut up. I'm not. I'm playing Divi 1. <laughs> oh, Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm not oh, well, that's a waters. fucking surprise ruined then. You're not playing? <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to have to get you dropped or something. <laughs> no, speak I'm to not. somebody about I it. I don't know if I'm going to be playing the way I'm sounding tonight. Um, it was a big big rehearsal last night. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just your voice. You, like, you don't speak on the hockey field anyway. Yeah, I do. Not tomorrow, you don't. Um, so you're not playing? <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> no, you're playing play. for the other team. But no, hang on a second. So, so you, I'm a... <laughs> 
Because I know that team was had the Jason had the feelers out. Team manager Jason Lammy, four-time. No, 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 I'm not. I'm no, not umpiring for Freo. Not for not. I'm not doing our umpiring. So side. You, you didn't respond to here. No, I've just you picked, picked up, up the opposition. The opposition I've got the opposition game. on whistle yeah. of some whistle yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to be umpiring those blokes tomorrow. Well, if I'm not going to get a game. I might as well go and umpire and earn a, a bit of coin for it. And you probably thought, oh, brilliant, Johnny's going to love it. Well, this. that was going to be the big surprise for tonight. Big but, surprise. But, Are you going to wear your Fremantle top? No, I'm not, no. Oh, I've got an idea. I've got a shirt. You I was going to wear, like, um, I've got a, like a fluoro soccer shirt. Oh, no, I've got, got a better idea. Okay. Yeah, I've got a well, oh, purpley. Oh, but well, I like I like umpire purple. Yeah, yeah it's got. Who's a whack in the purple? It's got hockey Australia embroidered across it. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's, it it looks like you actually a hockey Australia official. Well, if I rock a hockey uh, Australia official shirt, well, I rock up. I rock up with the um with my uh, FHM buys Fox Forty. Oh, and yeah. the, and, the, and um, the whole bag, the Clip- bag clipped onto the side. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you you organise your cards, and ma- and they see you get your pencil out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'll do the uh, the top the coin toss. Yeah. With with the, the wooden coin toss. Did, you did no, do I said, I didn't, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I said, did I? No, I said coin toss. <laughs> oh shit! Every time I hear anybody say it on the radio, <laughs> sure you... I always go. I'm sure they said coin toss. We'll we'll let the um, <laughs> listeners rewind that and check whether it's coin toss or coin toss. Please send us a message, uh, either an email to Matt or John <laughs> at the reverse stick on that. Listen to that. <laughs> or, Keep going. Um, yeah, do, so the, toss uh, yeah the... I'll do the coin the toss. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Do that stuff. Hey, don't. Hey, hey. I'm looking forward to it. Keely, I hope you're proud of me. I'm I'm taking an actual um an umpiring gig. Um, proper game, fifties divvy four, huh? Straight in at the big time. Hey, go straight to the don't go to the Fremantle team. I'll be going straight to the green card, mate. Is what no, we're no, doing. No, go go straight to the, when you get there. Walk straight over to where the opposition are. Yeah, because you're their umpire. Yes, because I'm going to message Festus yes. tonight. <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, it's Festus playing. Yeah, <laughs> who else is playing? Jason. Yeah. Um, Blake. Yeah. Uh, oh. The, um, is the president playing? He might be. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the team. This oh. Though I didn't get included because I'm playing Divi 1. Oh, right, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you should be playing Divi 1. Since you're a state Divi 2 player, you should be playing Divi 1. Oh, I'm not looking forward to it. Might be a bit... Might not be a good appearance tomorrow. Are you playing at the same, that same place that you get people get diseases on the field? You mean Melville? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm playing. He's at the same place. Oh, God. Don't say that. Well, it's no surprise considering the building work's going on there. Yeah, well, they, they've stuffed up my bloody tipping. Sorry, our tipping, the reverse tipping in the Hockey WA oh, Premier League when competition. When they beat us. They, they had that one and midweek as well. Some silly scores went in midweek. Anyway, we're bottom of the table. Um, Hockey WA have the oh, temerity. The table. They, have the, they have the temerity to go... Oh, well, if there's a draw in this game, that's the difference between Jamie Dwyer and the reverse stick, and the reverse stick could draw level level third. Or, or, I'm like, let's just have a bit of respect. You know, we, we come late in the game. It's all right. What? We'll just we'll hang around at the back there for a while. We'll, we'll tip over to the top of the top, top four. Well, that's it. You're into yeah, finals, that's aren't you? Bang. That's it. Sure it all happens. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope. Are we doing that bad? Yeah, we are. No, look, we've been very supportive of our club, which is what we said we would be. Yeah, oh, every game. And, and there were a couple of games from players missing and a couple of shit performances as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, round we, we six. We mean you, Birdie. 
You have six this weekend. <laughs> it's your fault. Round six. Shush. <laughs> round six this weekend. Oh, look, just slightly indulgent on, <clears throat> excuse me, on um, club matters as well. Either tomorrow or next Saturday. Um, regular long-term listeners may recall us talking about a gentleman called Keith Ball Smith making his 950th appearance Oh, two and a half, two and a half, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think we did, I think maybe we had a little interview. I had a little chat yeah. and did, oh, you're going to go on and you're going to make it to a thousand, you old bugger. Well, anyway, he's, he's on a thousand this weekend or next weekend. So, um. Still trying to confirm it or? One man club. Well, it's, it's whether he chooses to play tomorrow or he has the thousands game at home, at home next week. It, uh, it improves, I think. I think it's improving tomorrow. See, I reckon if it was horrible. Case the sort of bloke that would turn up. Right. Balls is the sort of bloke that would turn up. Been with the club since he was about 12 or 13 years old. A long lost cousin of his turned up for walking hockey. We're talking about walking hockey. Um, But. Can you do the hockey walk? But incredible. One club, a thousand games. Uh, There is another person within the club, a gentleman called Jimmy Banks, that uh, said to me, uh, yeah, the thing is, the difference is, Matt, is I've actually done a thousand games for, for Fremantle Hockey Club and, uh, Balls will never do that because he's now playing for Fremantle Coburn Hockey Club <laughs> after the rebranding. And, and I'm gonna, yeah, Jimmy, did you not play, you know, a fair chunk of your thousand and eight for Aquinas Hockey Club? <laughs> which he, oh yeah, but he couldn't, he couldn't play over sixties. He's, the, the, it's like, he's registered playing sixties hockey now. He's six, seventy six, seventy seven. Years old. Manager of the over 70s. Australian, Australian over 70s and such a bright spark and enthusiastic bloke to be around. It's an absolute privilege to be a friend. I, I did hear a rumour the other day about Banksy. Uh huh. Yeah, apparently he was spotted out, uh, out and about socialising. Mm. Didn't have a pair of tracksuit pants on. Oh dear, really? Yeah, no, no tracksuit pants. Right. Just in proper normal shorts. Hey, no, just normal pants. Huh? Yeah, no, it wasn't him. Well, he, he doesn't go to that many weddings, <laughs> but um, you know, when he does, he likes well, to. It wouldn't have been a court out. appearance. I'm sure that hasn't been one of those for many. Years. It might have been. Might have been the court appearance because, of course, he was recently uh, questioned over suspicion that he'd been siphoning money out of the uh, the Masters kit fund into <laughs> oh, right. buying tracksuits from different countries around the world. I believe uh-huh. he's got an amazing. And you look at his tracksuit collection; it is amazing. If people collected tracksuits, he'd be a leading tracksuit collector. Yeah, no, it's, it's like the biggest exponent of um, uh, shit leisurewear le- <laughs> I've ever met. But love the bloke. <laughs> He's very good. <laughs> okay, that's just about it from us here at the University, the Global Hockey Podcast. You got any quick ones? Yeah, the big, the walking hockey thing. The thing oh, that yeah. you did the. the the thing. Oh, that's yeah, it. that's yeah. the only thing I've got. Can you do the hockey walk? You can, because you did today. When you do the hockey. But it's getting, it's getting I've done, it, I've, I've done getting... it twi- twice this week. Played Friday and then played today. Um, it rained most of the day, but we had about a 45 minute break around 10.05 a.m. where it didn't. I had both the little ones, because it's school holidays, I had the five year old and the nine year old both playing with an ex Olympic gold medal winner. Um, or, no, not an excellent, yeah, got an Olympic gold medal winner and a group of other, uh, another eight of us playing there of varying ages up until, um, 
early 70s. It was wonderful. Anyway, I had a meeting. I knew you were excited because you came around here and said, oh, I played walking hockey today and absolutely rinsed this player. And, uh, what? Absolutely no, I said, I scored a great goal. Yeah, I guess I'd celebrated it. Well, I guess my, my daughter. And two of them, chairs and somebody else said, oh, jeez, it's a bit harsh against the kids. <laughs> and I went, no, no, it's your foot. Back here, my ball. <laughs> They've got to learn. And that's what these over-50s blokes are going to have to find out tomorrow when I'm blowing the whistle. Oh, God, huh? I wish I was there. Green, green card in the first five minutes. Any any bit of chuntering. I told you about the time tonight. Chuntering? I, I, had the, I had the two. I had the, you know, just the chuntering. Oh, boy, boy, boy. I'll have none of it from him. Well, I'll have some of it, but he'll be behind the bloody goal before he knows it. Actually, I'm going to text the... The captain of Blades and say, this guy's a stooge. You can play, play him up against the Fremantle blokes because just tell them you're going to whack the Fremantle blokes because they know that they won't get set off and you blokes will. Do you know what we need? And this is an innovation required for FH umpires. What's that? Umpire cam. Like a cap. A cam. Cam. Yeah, um, cap on the cap. No, 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 no. Camp. No, no, no. Not, camp. Not from, not from <laughs> the umpire. Camp. No, not from the umpire, unless oh. you've got good audio. Oh, if it could be mic'd up. No, no, actually just trained on the umpire. Like you can have a cap with a thing coming back. Well, you could have that, yeah, yeah. Or you could just have a dedicated camera following, following me around. <laughs> <laughs> me around. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. But walking hockey. No, no. Great article on the, on the FIH website. Um, lots of mentions about Alan Gormley's great work there. Had a meeting with Hockey WA, uh, early this week with Jimmy Banks and our mate Mark Pike about taking walking hockey <laughs> forward within the, within the state mm-hmm. and within the metro area and putting some plans together. And we probably need to do a little bit more club wise where we are because not everybody's returned in this you know, still phase four COVID state. And as you know, yeah, yeah. a lot of times we're dealing with some of the, the older members of our community. And so we understand that they might be a bit reticent towards it, but it's back up and running again. Uh, sorry, up and walking again. John made that mistake before <laughs> on local radio here and got picked up on that by one of the brightest presenters you've ever met. Um, <laughs> Michael, Michael Genovese, his name is absolutely <laughs> idiot. Um, no, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's a level smarter than you, big fella. He picked it up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you <laughs> for joining us for episode 153 of the Reverse Dick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Time for us to leave. Is what it? a pleasure. It's, yeah, it's time for us to go. Look, these good people have got lives to get on with. If you're, uh, if you're out and playing hockey this weekend, uh, particularly if you're jumping in a vehicle with friends, Whack on the podcast, put them through the same pain that you put yourself through. We appreciate you listening to our hockey podcast endeavours. And, uh, yeah, tell you, mates, do the rate and review. And, uh, John, pity I can't give you a fucking red card tomorrow. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Oh, you're so looking forward to it, I bet. Beep. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> five meters, mate. It's five meters, not five feet. 
I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, can we record that somehow? <laughs> you can't because you're, you're playing somewhere else, mate. Hey, tell you what, give you a few <laughs> tips. Watch Tyrone. Oh, yes. Watch Tyrone because he, he... The elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know. Don't worry. Guy. Obstruction. Thanks yeah. very much. And every time... Uh, every excuse me, excuse me, young man. It's a non con hockey is a non contact sport. <laughs> no, 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 I'm only here for your welfare. Every every time he gives it that, you blow the whistle point the other way say, No, Johnny Law, you warned me about you. <laughs> <laughs> or do, do he, he goes, What's that for? And I do double chicken wings. That's a good idea. Look, oh, mate, it's new rules this year. You know what the FIH are like. They change yeah, it all the, rules, all the bloody yeah. time. You play it really straight with the opposition, though, when you get there. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. go and talk to the ass. No, 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 no. I will turn up as I am persona non gratis. Nobody knows I am the mystery umpire. And then they'll see the Hockey Australia. We can't put this so out until, no, we can't put this out until we, until, <laughs> tomorrow. Until <laughs> yes, after the game. Nobody's gonna listen to it. <laughs> yeah, nobody listens, do they? No, no one no, listens. We no. know that. <laughs> so it's all good, mate. All right, be fun. Because then we'll be able to report back on it next week, having already discussed what we're going to do and what happens. So well, but, but please don't do not message. Don't mention your team. Don't don't contact your teammates tonight to say that I'm unfired. Sure. Let me turn up so they're surprised as well. I won't even go to the club rooms before. I don't turn up. So I'll be, no, I'll be there because I've got to deliver some beer. But I'll be there, and I'll, and then I'll get the key for the umpires' room. And go and change into the purple hockey Australia shirt. Cause shall I wear a baseball cap? Yeah, wear something so it's not quite yeah, yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. identical yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. Okay. You got a hockey Australia cap. <laughs> That's what you need. I'll something. find, I'll find something appropriate. I've got a master's cap. Beautiful. Maybe borrow your shorts as well. Um, alright. See you folks. <laughs>